0: Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Body Clinic Radio podcast. Now today, I've got a special episode because I've got an awesome guest with me today. I've got Aaron Rowe. Mr. Aaron Rowe, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, my man. Thank you so much for having me on today. I appreciate it. How are you today? Very good, thank you. The sun
1: is shining, you know, all good today. Lots of good energy around, yeah. All good, mate. All good, thank you,
0: pal. That's good. Um... I've had the pleasure of knowing Aaron for a long, long time. I won't tell how long because uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's been a while. It's been long years. Um, but yeah, I can't remember when we first met. But yeah, we um, we met in racing, didn't we? I think we've all both had a massive interest
1: in racing. Obviously, where you know, I think I was either competing or you was competing, obviously, with the body clink or the bike and stuff. I think we kind of met. I think I was helping a couple of young athletes, youth motocross riders. I'm sure it was at Canada Heights. I'm sure. Yeah, it, I, I think, think I think it was, it was yeah. a Canada Heights event. I think it was. Yeah, and. Um, you know obviously you've excelled through there my friend and we've just stayed in touch and we you know into the gym and stuff like that with workouts together and now we're you know looking and pushing some bits together so
0: yeah all good mate. even uh for me i was uh i think it was at the point i was going away with a comedian i was going to australia mm. with a comedian like amazing opportunity but i had some some of my motocross riders that i was training but obviously i was going away and i, I reached out to aaron because he had his own gym and i was like look the thing is, with conditioning, you can have all the qualifications in the world, but it's having that experience of dealing with riders. Um, obviously, knowing how how long a race is, what they have to deal with on, on competition. So at the time, I, I sort of moved them on to you. Mm. So then, Aaron worked with them while I was away, just because I wanted peace of mind that they were working with someone who who understood the ra- racing that they and the, and the training that they require. Um so yeah that's when we first started working a little bit together. Yeah it was definitely um, cuz I was away for 6 months and obviously it was during it was just before their race season had started um, but yeah that was that, that was when we first sort of started working together and helping each other out a bit. So Aaron regarding you so obviously you've you've been a successful personal trainer had your own facility what got you started in the health and fitness industry?
1: I think what it was, I mean, I, I remember training with my friends just in the gym and got quite a bug for it, you know. I was quite overweight as a kid and didn't really enjoy sports at all. You know, i kick a ball around, uh, you know, play a bit of tennis as a kid. And Then I kind of, when I got into motocross at twelve and I realised I needed to do some sort of fitness, I was, I was sucked, you know. I was a young lad, quite chubby on my first CR, big wheel 100, you know, barely moving around the field because I was quite lumpy. And a couple of friends, uh, my mate Grant, he's a, you know, still carries on a and He's like, look, just come cycle with me. Just come cycle with me. And just started to learn to eat better. You know, obviously the weight just fell off me. It was all like, you know, as I say, puppy fat. Um, and then kind of as the years go by, you know, racing bikes, doing this and that. And they're kind of getting into the, you know, the realm of more into fitness. And then someone said to me once, like, you'd be a, a brilliant personal trainer. And I was like, so up. That's not something I'd ever, ever, ever thought about doing. And then... I said to my mum about it. I said, oh, "I want to be a PT." She said, yeah, "I think you'd be quite good at that." So you know, as you do, you go and get your qualifications, and you know, you, you study hard and all that stuff. And it was, you know, it was amazing, really, really good. Train people in the field for like twenty quid, and you know, in the in the rain, you're doing some boot camps and stuff like that. And then you just then it just kind of just think. I enjoy this. when you start enjoying something, it's not a job anymore. It becomes part of your life, doesn't it? And then when you start getting yourself in good shape or you're actually getting good results with people, then it starts to become a, bit, a little bit of a demand. And obviously that's when i started to think, okay, um, I am good at this, not being big-headed, but like you know, I can help people, have a lot of empathy for people, you know, and I enjoy what I do. Then it obviously, like, as I said a minute ago, it's
0: not now it's not a job, it's now you know a good career path. So yeah, I started to go from there. Awesome, so, and yeah, I, I know what you mean, it's um, it's when you get to that point when you do fall in love with what you do, mm. you sort of think, oh, I can't, I'm doing this today, I've got this amount of clients in, and it's sort of, you just... It's a buzz, isn't it? It's a you, great buzz. And it's also the, the connection with people, yeah, it's exactly. like all, all the different... Everyone's got their own little stories, all little things going on. They might be going away, or whatever. But it's good to get to know people and also to be in the journey to progress. Absolutely, I think, in, in the amount of people I've met through the
1: same as yourself. You know, everyone has a different story. Everyone has a different want to fitness. Some people need to do it for the health. Some need to do it for the mental side, and some people just need to because obviously they they just need to move. You know, so once I think where a good PT will shine above the rest is not just being a cookie cutter plan. It's always about, you know, if you've got someone in their 70s, then they're not going to move as well as someone in their 30s. So dividing a plan up for them, really understanding how they move, looking at their mechanics, you know, and also just being... A good person for them as well, like you know. If you Remember a fact that they said to you two weeks ago. How was that? How was that wedding you went with your wife? How was you have a good time? Oh, brilliant! Yeah, did you get into that dress? Did you get into that you know shirt and suit? So, how did it make you feel? Yeah, really, really good. Perfect. Is this is what fitness is about. It doesn't have to be increasing mass, you know, muscle mass the entire time. As long as someone's feeling good and healthy in their mind, they're going to feel good in their body.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's also. I think that's what quite a lot of people forget. It's yes, you are help you're educating them on their movement, on their posture, on their training, mm. dropping them, getting them to where they want to be physically and mentally. But it's also being that support mechanism So mm. if they are going through some mm. if they are going through some shit, you're like, mm. look, don't worry, or you're just might, there. You yeah, just yeah, become yeah.
1: a you just become a little bit more of a, you know as a
0: a helping hand in all things, don't you? Yeah. Just um, and I think as well, it's just yeah, and that's something that quite a lot of people sort of forget it's like you ha- you are that source mm. of support like mm. like I say they might be going through a tough time and and some of the things they tell you mm. it blows your mind you're mm. thinking no, i barely know this person yeah, yeah and yeah i thing, know yeah know so much about them, to a point you think oh you don't have to tell me that
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> many a time my friend and then i just think as well like you know you're there to do you know to do a job and you know you feel a lot of these you know people coming out of college and think oh well, i'm going to be a pt i'm like yeah it's great but you need to sell You have to, you know, you have to understand people's emotions. You have to understand that, you know, it is a, it's a tiring job. It isn't just a nine to five. You're literally, you know, a six till nine every single day, but you, you put the graft in and you'll get a result. You know, it's like anything you keep at it, it's consistency, you know, keep at it with with the basics all the time and never shy away from it. This is why people, you know, do become successful personal trainers in their field.
0: Yeah. And I think, yeah, you are right. Like when new people to the industry it's like sometimes they don't really realize that you're going to be starting early and you're going to be working late yeah. um and yeah you might have a bit bit of time in the middle of the day where you're probably trained but then that's early starts late finishes
1: oh all the time when i worked at i think when i obviously first qualified i was working at you know between two gyms Nuffield at the time and ZT fitness down in brighton obviously you know, with some soul gilbert so i would almost do two day i would literally be like start at 5 a.m do a you know, mid-shift to 11 or 12 o'clock at Nuffield, two-hour gap for me to get down to Brighton. So that I would literally head straight down to Brighton from there to work to 11. But I'd do that pretty three, four times a week. And just because I wanted it so bad, I was prepared to go from Thomasville to Brighton three, four times a week to do these hell of a long shifts. I want to get my name out there. But just surround yourself with the right people and just having that drive, that vision every morning, think, I want this, I want this. You have to want it. Like anything, if you want it, you can go and get it. You know? Yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's good. And it's all about, like I say, having that mindset of mm. you, just, you just want to keep progressing, keep, keep progressing moving. Forward.
1: And yeah, and then, then you start to, you know, people say, oh, you know, oh, I'll be a PT, but well, I don't know who to train. I'm like, well, just start off with just with everyone. Just yeah, get yeah. to know people, understand people, If they understand you, you know, that, like, and then you can start to niche it and go off a little bit further down your own track and field. So that's where we, you know, we develop more athletes and development, mm-hmm. and obviously where I am today.
0: Yeah. So, regarding sort of yourself, obviously you're obviously you're st- still a highly qualified personal trainer, but then you've you've moved on, mm. so you've you've changed sort of your path a little bit. And there's ARF kinetic therapy, now. correct?
1: Yes, mate. Yeah, instrument assisted soft tissue mobilisation. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm focusing now. That I fended a lap of that
0: due to injury. So yeah, because yeah, all... you've you've sustained a fair few injuries. This yeah, time.
1: mate. Fall of many motorbikes like you, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> damaging. We, but we we roll well. Yeah, we roll there. We definitely roll well. So. I remember the crash. It was a, it was it wasn't a big crash, but it was at Horsham. We were um, we was racing. I was on my on my uh, with the boys down that way, and I remember hitting a jump wrong and I landed funny. But the crash wasn't it wasn't horrific. You know, I still rode that day, but I must have been talking. What we over ten years ago now, but the hip where I land on top of the hip, you know, it caused a bone spur in the right in the right femur. So then, basically, the hip then obviously became very very fused. I was getting lack of range of movement through the hip. Then I stopped motocross. I stopped bike racing altogether. I went into more bodybuilding style, you know. And that was what ruined it, you know. Well, squatting, deadlifts, you know, big compound movements at the time.
0: So the, heavy loads. Oh, on. mate.
1: Just stupid because, I, you know, trying to put, you know, squat 160s, 170s for yeah. reps and deadlifts over 200. All that, all that fun. Great stuff at the time. Then I'd just be limping for three or four days. So then... Found out had a bone spur in the hip. Surgeon was like, "Yeah, easy fix. Wipe it off, clean the bump. That's you know, done. Give it a smooth. The hip be perfect." Nearly a year old, I'm still in crutches. You know, so I go in for a second operation, then they find another bone spur. The labrum, laboring, the labrum's got a, got a tear in it this time, and it was a mess, absolute mess. So, as I do, you know, you go and you see a physio, you see an osteo, and they all had a massive purpose for me at the time, but nothing was really fixing it for long term. I was getting, you know, daily or a couple of days, oh, for good again. Then you go and train, oh no, it's gone back again. So I didn't know what to do. And obviously that because it was causing an issue in my lower, it was obviously then causing an issue, an issue in my upper. So I was getting neck problems, my right arm affected, how couldn't even hold like a five kilo dumbbell on my arms? I was like, I'm ready to give up now. I don't know what else to do. I need to go do I need to go back to an office desk? I don't know, I don't know. Is this something I shouldn't be doing anymore, PT? Because I, I can't keep up with the pace. So I kind of just reset myself a little bit, stop stressing, you know, get all the information back out of your body, stop training for a while, just kind of reset and work on this hip, get this hip back to where it needs to be. So I found Steve um, from Steve um, Heaton up in Liverpool, Connect therapy. So I contacted him. I saw this picture of this guy, no joke, man, I mean, black and blue, right? You know, I was thinking, what on earth has happened to this guy? So I read his post, mate, I you know, can't believe, you know, I've had a hip operation, Um, you know Steve today has fixed me he's got me a full range of movement back in my hip my neck my spine I'm like that sounds like me so I contacted him he was like mate can you get to Liverpool absolutely let's get up there so I'm driving up there you know I'm thinking what am I about to let myself in for I don't know I don't know nothing about this sort of therapy I've tried everything else get there walks me through it does some manipulation on me looks at my hip he's like yeah you you shouldn't have had the operation it's just tight I was like serious he said yeah mate he said honestly surgeon you know for you at that time, I don't think you would have needed it. So I'm like, damn it, you know, I've done it this year. I've got scar tissue on my hip and all built up and low range of mobility. So he puts me through this, you know, kinetic therapy. And I kid you not, I stood up and I just, I said to him, I said, my hip doesn't hurt. He said to me, I'm not surprised. You know, he stripped all my quads, QL, hamstring, lat, shoulder, the full works. So I was there for just under two hours with him. And I stood up, man, this is this is no joke. I had tears in my eyes because I've been in pain for that long with this hip and thinking this is gonna be life now until I have a new hip done, but they wouldn't do it at that, at that stage. You know, and pain was just every day. But obviously I went through hell and back for the two hours. Yeah. yeah. But the feeling after, I could feel that movement, the freedom, the warmness, the connection, that everything I can just feel the muscular imbalance just gone. I felt great. So I went home and I was just thinking to myself, that was the best thing I've ever had. I was telling everyone about it. If you've got an injury, get yourself to Liverpool. And I, you know, contacted Steve again and went up and see him again. And then we stopped talking and we become very, very close. And he's, you know, and two and two and oh, just under just under two years now, I'm qualified and I work alongside of him and I'm pushing ARF connect therapy, mate. Yeah. So
0: yeah. So so now obviously you're push pushing treatments, helping with rehabilitation. Um, working with a range of different people. Um, so that, that's, that's awesome, isn't it?
1: Yeah, man. I think it's the good thing is I've got the backgrounds, you know, like yourself with the anatomy. I mean, that, that's massively helped, you know. And I think as well, you know, I, I enjoy, if I enjoy something, I'm going to, you know, I will slingshot it as far forward as I possibly can. And also I'm selling a product that works. You know, I'm, I'm a testament of it. You know, the hip, it's never going to be a million percent because of where the operations obviously cause a lot of damage. I do have arthritis in it. It's just about managing it now. Yeah, so yeah. the treatment I go and see for my coach, obviously every six weeks after Liverpool for a good complete flush through from the calf, the hip, you know, the hamstring, the quad, the back. I just feel great. I just feel, I just feel brilliant. You know, and that's what's continuing to mail me from obviously to sell this. And Show people yes, I will put you in some pain because obviously the tooling isn't you know isn't nice. Yeah, I'm yeah. breaking fascia, you know, we're you know breaking down scar tissue, but we're increasing range of mobility, you know, muscular performance, you know, fresh blood being pushed through to that area, speed up recovery. You tell me which one you would rather be would you rather be in pain for an hour, or would you rather be in pain for your life? Just give me some time, I'll help you, you know, yeah. And it's and it's working, you know, like I said today, you've had some treatment with me. Talk, yeah, talk uh, me through how you
0: found it. Yeah, I've never, had, I've never had uh, this tri- sort of treatment before. I, just, I feel like I've been thrown around the room, um, and as well, like quite a lot. Few of my listeners know that I've uh, unfortunately I've had a few dismounts on on a, f- a race bike here and there. Um, sh- broke my shoulder, broke my collarbone, snapped my sternum, um, broke my wrist. So injuries are. You've been in, through it. Yeah, in, inundated. <laughs> and to be honest, I've had one treatment here. Um, and I, I feel I feel really good. Um, I feel like my movements back. I can feel like um, got so much more sort of movement in my lats, my shoulder. I've always got restricted range of movement in, in, on my right side, um, but no, I just feel just feel really good. You know, um, I, I knew it would be uh, positive. I didn't think I'd feel as good as that's this. Good. So that's, that's cool. Simply yeah. because I've spent most of my mm. adult life not moving so well. Bad neck, mm. like shoulders really restricted, and and mm. even when. Um, obviously, we're not racing as much as a minute due to uh, restrictions and stuff. But whenever I jump on my bike, I already know mm-hmm. shoulders are, shoulders sure. already ache, already hurt. You know, and, and obviously that's not a, not a nice place to be. Um, and yeah, I'm just really impressed how how good I feel. Um, just how long was I in there? How long oh, did we train? did. I think we did 35 minutes 30, today. Minutes, it's literally yeah. 35
1: minutes. Just literally just looked. Obviously, spine first of all. See that the right hand side, obviously massive massive imbalance. Obviously for the neck. So. Clearing up the top of the spine, C1 obviously controls the top of the neck down, so flush that through, trap, you know, down to you know posterior delt. Give the tricep a good flush through as well down the lat, you know, and obviously just come up from the spine at the end. And it's just the difference of how, how spongy the muscles are just responding so, so well to it. Obviously, there is some redness in your body, it's micro trauma. I have caused that, but we're obviously getting that inflammation back into that area, you know, like I said, with the, you know, just for the whole clear, you know, the clear up and uh, the freedom on that movement, of, you know, the body, the muscles and then glide again. You know, they should be able to just push and pull. That's what we're looking to do today is get some activation back into that area, increase the you know, flow of the blood and uh, get you fixed, my friend. I must admit,
0: it's um, like I I moved my shoulders obviously before before the uh, mm. treatment, and that like, they don't move so well. And then when I lifted them up afterwards, I just I honestly <laughs> I, I sort of looked you're shocked. I see your face. Yeah, like, shocked. I, my, my shoulders have just gone up in the air uh, a lot more efficiently, mm. and also I've usually got one arm a bit longer yeah. than the other. i both in balance again. Yeah, from mm. from my accident. Mm. Um, and oh, it's, it's just it's it's great to feel. I must admit, it's. Uh, it's, hard, it's It's tough it's not It's not an easy treatment but like you say I would rather I'd rather be thrown around for, for an hour if I can get my movement back um, and it, I actually can't wait to, to ride again because I always get pins and needles in my throttle hand that's my right hand mm-hmm. um, f- through my shoulder injury and if I'm racing for a long period of time I just get on with it mm. but I'd be interested to see Like I'm definitely going to come back mm. <laughs> if 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 I if that goes, because that is something that irritates me so much and obviously your throttle hand is always oh, is on and so off, off is it? Hopefully yeah. it's more on than off, but <laughs> <laughs> but if if I can eradicate that then that's something yeah. I've put
1: up with for years. Yeah, you know? that's what people do. They just live in pain. They, yeah. just, they just adapt themselves around it. I mean, the sort of clients I've been helping fix in a minute, you know, from pro athletes to just people just generally sitting at home a lot more due to restrictions and can't get into an office. There's, there's imbalances, you know, the decondition is almost muscle wastage. So when you start adding, you know, the obviously kinetic therapy in there, which is just going to ignite central nervous system, you know, obviously, um, and just almost just giving people a good reset, people then start to realise what pain is right like to be pain free, you know, yeah, and yeah. that's what life should be. You shouldn't be suffering in pain. Yeah. Because pain of a back of an area is just a signal point for something isn't right. People say, I've got a really bad back. I'm like, it isn't your back, it's your legs. Yeah, yeah. And they look at me in disbelief. I'm like, you've come here today. I won't I'm not even going to touch your back. this is gospel truth. Let me look at your legs first of all, you know come onto the side, IT band is going to be tight. Obviously, the iliotibial tract is going to run down to the knees, it's going to be nice and tight. It's going to, you know, it's going to to annoy the hamstring, it's going to annoy the calf, it's going to annoy the quad. But if that, then obviously that gets tight, it's going to pull the spine. That's when the back pain obviously starts to get that trigger. So just by giving them some gentle release work through ITB, hammy, calf and quad, that is just going to soften the spine down anyway, which gives them way more clearance for me than go for the thoracic and up. Exactly what we, I would have done with you today. Obviously, like I said we just focus on more of your posterior and upper. But the next time, obviously, I'll fix the legs and go from there. And when people say to me, "I've got a really bad," back, I said, "Look, you don't. You just got to do some mobility. Your glutes are not working properly. Your hammies are overdeveloping. You know, there's no, you haven't got much, you know, back tissue because you're just not doing any any poor exercises. So now, let me help you program something that's going to be designed for you. That you don't just when you go into the gym, you have a plan, a focus that is going to work for you."
0: Yeah, I think as well that it, that is. So essential as well. It's like obviously, it's great that people get to the gym and, and start exercise, but if when you have a, a specific plan that's created for you, especially if you're carrying an injury or it's more rehab based. The advantages are just ridiculous and it's sometimes it's so frustrating to if you say, oh, Okay, what you've been doing in the gym oh, I don't and know. you're like, Right, okay, so you suffer with lower back pain mm. and you're doing like four sets of deadlifts <laughs> at hundred kg. Yeah, exactly. I said so, so you're just gonna irritate mm. your issue. And they're like, Yeah, I know but obviously I like doing deadlifts. It's like, yeah, you've always got a really bad no, lower exactly, back. So yeah, exactly you know um, really and it sometimes before. it's It's about educating, isn't it? It is.
1: I think that's where this has kind of really helped me, having, it sounds silly, but a lot of injuries in my past and gone to professionals to kind of pick their brains, Um, you know, and I I just store the data, I'm like a sponge, especially because it's now myself, you know, I've had these injuries from my upper body or lower body. So when you go into a gym now, it's like, okay, I will avoid that, but maybe I will warm up a little bit longer, you know, I never used to warm up, but go straight in and go straight into working sets. Yeah but Now it's about mobility, stretch. I use a hockey ball all the time for the glutes, you know, glute me, and just really get that area working. A lot of band exercises, really, really fire at the posterior chain before I might do some deadlifts, you know, make sure glutes are working. Obviously, glutes to your core, so I always find them up first of all, yeah, you know. Yeah, get them firing I'm a big believer now in doing a lot of that total body training. So I used to just go in and do the chest and biceps, backs, and, you know, triceps or whatever. But now it's more about, you know, total body stuff. And I just find if I do anything upper, up, I'd always flush my legs through as well. So at the end of an upper body workout, I'd always go and do hammy and uh, calves and a little bit you know and a little bit of um, quads as well just to, a, just to keep that blood flow going through them. and it's all about balance, you know it's all about how balance works next time I might go and do a leg set I've got i prime my legs already Now I'm going through a couple of upper body exercises I'm always working that posterior chain stuff so you know really hitting the, you know, the kinetic chain with you know hammies calves you know back muscles I just, it just works really really well it keeps me injury free and it's keeping my clients nice and strong
0: yeah and I think that that is so essential isn't it it's like it's been able to train and also enjoy your training and mm. be injury free. It's Completely. Like, consistency without injuries, mate, is the one. It's like you, you see so many sort of quite big geezers mm. in the uh, in the weights area, and they might be doing shoulder press. And sometimes if I'm warming up, I know I might be walking on the treadmill, I'm looking at someone doing a shoulder press. Yeah, they're lifting heavy, but they're not even getting full range no, above their head. not at all.
1: And it's just, and the sets over within 10 seconds. Yeah. And then, you know, as we know, like, you know, muscle contraction needs a, needs a little bit more stimulus in 10 seconds. And that's what I started training completely different. I started separating myself and kind of moving a bit more on my own. So I wasn't just following people around the gym. I kind of had my own little plan. And I stopped, I used to take. I used to get to rep eight. It was always in my head. Rep eight. I'm like, I can't do anymore. Like, you can do more. What is wrong with you? So now I don't fo- focus too much about more of the uh, rep ranges. I'm like, I might put myself under a load for forty-five seconds to a minute. You know, and obviously really push that muscle tissue through. You know, yeah, yeah. and that has been really helpful, especially for the like, rehab phase. You know, yeah. if 10, You know, if you're doing like a, you know, a clamshell for my hip and stuff, ten reps isn't going to be enough. I need to flush that glute through and really get it moving. So I might do twenty to thirty to forty, and that's about a minute per time. Yeah, again, again, just keeping that load consistent. hundred percent and yeah, just yeah. keeping with the basics. I mean, if anyone, you know, if someone goes to a gym and they don't know what they're doing, I'd always say to them, stick to the machines first of all because they're plate loaded or, they, you know, they're pin loaded. They're going to go two ways back and forward. They're quite easy to use, yeah. you know. Get a coach. I think anyone should have a coach in their life of some fit, you know, yeah. some sort, someone who has a professional, someone you know who knows what they're talking about to put you through a program and design it around yourself. What do you want to have it? Just because a coach might tell you you need to get bigger chest and arm, but do you want that? Yeah. You might be you no. Know, you might be a gardener. You know, you've bent over all day, so your thoracic spine going to be under a load. Okay, so I want to be stronger through that area. You know, what do you want out of this? Everyone has to have their own gym experience and understand what their
0: one is. Yeah, you. I, t- I tell you what, you've hit. You've had an absolute nail on the head. It's, so it's so interesting when you when you are in a gym and you see a trainer working, working with a client and you're just like you are just trying to build yeah you're, you're just, just trying you're just to use you. you and you yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. oh yeah let's get this guy <laughs> like, like, like real big upper body why like, is it, it, does he want that does he feel comfortable with that in that
1: position does he does he really want to be doing it yes if he does it's his goals are fantastic but 9 times out of 10 my experience with people is that they they might do a workout and go oh I will use that workout later on my client yeah know? yeah and it becomes they look good in their men's health but yeah. then that client is looks Bent up like a pretzel, or well, doesn't it look like enjoying it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> when, if, if he's an electrician, he's done loads of chest work, and
0: the next day he's flat out exactly. working. Exactly, his arms are in front of him the whole
1: time. Yeah. And that's it. I think you just have got to understand your your clients' wants and needs, and that's where I, I guess. Uh, where me now doing them all, the more kinetic therapy is really, really taken off because if someone's coming into me and they're, they're a keen athlete and who, you know, bodybuilding or, you know, a runner or, you know, a football player, whatever it's going to be, then obviously you need to keep them strong in, in their field. So again, giving them a, an advised plan around, you know, around what they do. Not, nothing too heavy regarding low because obviously there's a big injury there but getting people to go back to basics using leg extension hamstring curl calf extensions lat pull downs. you know tricep pushdowns obviously biceps working people's basics first before they can run you know yeah. giving someone a nice simple plan get them to understand the basics get them fluent and they can do it with their eyes shut
0: then boom it's time to, to, to progress from there awesome sounds good mate like it's all uh, like it's also for me it's, like, it's good to hear you know it's good to see that um there's people that are struggling and have been struggling for so long, and yet you can get them back going. Yeah, cool. And also, so they feel comfortable, so they can do a shoulder press, they can mm-hmm. do a squat, a proper squat, full range of mo- motion. range. Comfortable, mm-hmm. rather than then think, oh, no, nah, I won't, I, don't, I can't do squats because I can barely squat or yeah. I can barely move. And that is it. I think,
1: again, what that's something that we, I, I do a treat and train pack. So, you know, I treat people, then I go and train them for, you know, 45 to 60 minutes and just look at their movements, look at their engagement. Are they, is there activation now, like yourself with your lat? So that I would prime example, get you on a lat pull down today. Extend your way through. Look at your range of movement, and you would tell me, does that feel better? Yes, it does. Are you fatiguing it now? Can you actually engage it? Yes, I can because it's got blood flow. It's actually activated, you know. So that's something that I'm really going to want to push this year, especially around like you know the, the athletic development side, or, and also just general people who just want to train and feel good yeah, yeah. but don't know how. And obviously, if someone's got an injury, then they're gonna, you know, they're gonna suffer bad because then the injury will never go away. It's like that, you know, that that itch from your back you just can't get. So this is where the therapy that I'm offering, obviously with the kinetic therapy side of it, you know, just getting in there, getting getting it done, and then obviously showing people from there how you know, to train and actually how to live a life pain free.
0: Yeah, and I think like that treat and train package is such a great idea because not only can you treat the issue, you can then show them right, okay, this is the movement we've been working on. Now you're getting more range of movement. Now you can. Have more eccentric contraction on the on the muscle, so then they're actually working more efficiently. And, and also, you can teach them how to to do that movement correctly. Yeah, and
1: show them how to do and live properly. I think. You, I mean, it's loads of people. Everyone, you know, everyone has a different form and a different idea and stuff. So I would, I never, you know, I just I stick to what I know. You know, because it, if it's helping people move, you know, and and that's kind of where I want to be with this, you know.
0: And. I think that's so important as well because you see so many people like, for example, rushing reps... Just mm-hmm. to go. All oh, right, I'm going up. And I'm going up with weight. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get through these. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you're looking, and, and as a coach, you're like, oh, please God, mm-hmm. stop doing that. Just drop the weight. Do it properly because you're actually going to get a more. Such an ego weight. lift, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I've done still... it.
1: we've all done it. Of course, and it makes you feel good in your mind, But again, you're not stimulating enough, and there's no, there's no growth to it. Like, so bring the weights down and like, I, Mate, mean, I probably train half of what I used to now. You know, but I train smarter with it. You know, yeah, really yeah. engage. You know, like simple terms of a bicep curl. You know pushing the bottom, you know, squeezing the tricep, pull up for the bicep, keeping the shoulder blades tight. Little tips to give to clients when they're standing and talking, engage your glutes, squeeze your quads, squeeze your hamstrings, engage all your muscles all the time and get that connection on that, that for everything, you know, and...
0: Get everything firing.
1: All the time, yeah. just because people just... Everyone gets it, you know, everyone has a, a different way of training and stuff, which is fine, but I've just started say with the treat and Train Pack, Yeah, you know, once you're under my guidance, we'll make sure that you, a, you're going to leave feeling, you know, feeling really good. But you're going to know, you're gonna have some knowledge about our session today. And obviously, yeah. so you're going to, you know, you've started to increase the muscle tissue and development because you're actually starting to engage it now because the kinetic therapy has allowed it to be unblocked and mobile.
0: Awesome, mate. Awesome. So regarding um, yourself, obviously, you've, uh, you've had a sort of good, successful career. So there's a few people that listen to this that are sort of trainers that are up and coming. What what is there any advice you'd give to say an up and coming person that is in the health and fitness industry? Say, um might be a trainer, might be a therapist. What sort of advice would you give, say, a,
1: a young gun? A young gun. I mean, I'm, I'm working with a couple at the minute. You know, helping them develop their, you know, I guess their skills to be, you know, better PTs. You yeah. Know, so, you know, but I don't really like the word PT. I rather use the word coach. I think, yeah. Because yeah. you're now coaching someone. You know, it's for a better life. I think. You need to experience a bit of pain yourself to put yourself maybe through your own transformation, you know, or uh, maybe get yourself a coach to help you, you know, along that way. But I think you've got to have desire for this job because this job will can burn you out very, very quickly because there's the big demands when you work in the gym. You know, it's quite low income to start with. You know, the best advice I could be is to talk to every single person on that gym floor. It doesn't matter if they're not gonna be a client. It doesn't matter. Go and speak to them. Just introduce yourself. Walk around. Be in the gym 24-7 if you can. If you're allowed to, if you're allowed to be in that facility from 5 a.m. to 11, allow yourself as much time to be because there's going to be different crowds at 5 to to late in the evening. Introduce yourself to every single person. Give offers. You know, offer yourself around. Can I show you some exercises? Would you mind if I put you through a 30-minute workout? I'd love to help you. you Yeah, yeah. Understanding people, and that's kind of where you need to be. I used to pick up more clients cleaning the equipment than I did just being PT because I was always in the gym. People saw me. I'd help out, do classes, get involved, get in as much. If you're like a sponge, just be there all the time. You know, don't think you're you know this world-class person straight away. It doesn't matter. Read your books, educate yourself. You know, but you have to have a burning desire to to, to, to do this because you are people are putting trust in you. You know, and people then obviously, if you're not going to get a result, they will walk. So, if you're going to give them the time of day, education, you know, the weekly follow ups, you know, the accountability, doesn't matter what it's going to be, what you choose to do, you just do it well. But obviously, to give yourself some guidance
0: first. Yeah, no, that's that's quality, mate. That's awesome. And yeah, that's so, so key, isn't it? Continuing to stay educated because the time. I think that is a mistake a lot of Coaches make is mm. they think they like it, like they've got their degree or whatever they've got and they think right let has been done now mm. and it's like no like I, myself I've got a degree but then I've learned so much more since uni and also mm. I think some most of the stuff I've learned since uni has actually been better hundred percent I could apply it more mm. and yeah it wasn't it wasn't a three year course but yeah I can still make more impact it's there. real life
1: isn't it you've yeah. learned you've learned things and I think also as well you know you can be the highly educated trainer but if you don't have empathy if you don't have personality people just not going to want to that some people as we've experienced from the gym floor want you just to kind of just be there as a friend you know as to help you they might not even they don't care if they are not being pushed for the heavier session some people just kind of need that yeah. so if you don't if you can't have that so- social skill Then you're not going to be a PT. Yeah, you need to do that because you need to be warm. You have to be. You're on stage. The second you walk around the gym, you are on stage. People are watching you without you even realising it. So you need to be, you know, looking professional, turning up on time, being smart, you know, being, you know, polite to people, you know, and just and just kind of don't worry about giving away, you know, free stuff in to start with because that will come back and give you, you know,
0: a return in later in life. Awesome, mate. Love that. Um, another another question. What I like to ask. What is the one thing you wish you'd known at the start of your career? Or could, oh, could be a few things. Yeah,
1: wow, I, I like that question. Um, of how tough it was going to be? Yeah. Yeah, I think of how, you know, again, I was a bit of a young buck thinking I was going to be straight into, you know, obviously, you know, I, I, I've never seen facility in all that stuff, but I think of how how much graft you've seriously got to put into this if you want to be known in this industry because every man is dog right now is a personal trainer you can be qualified in six weeks it doesn't make you going to be the perfect trainer find a niche i think now as you know kind of go off tan a little bit but i think for me i think it was you now knowing how actually how hard this is going to be on you know on yourself as well your health you've really got to commit to everything you know i think that's one of the biggest things is really you've got to throw yourself into this
0: if you yeah. want it no that's quality love that um Okay, so if obviously one of our listeners want to connect with you, get in touch. How how can they? What are your socials? How can they? Yeah, get, get cool. In touch?
1: Thank you. So right now, obviously, you know, uh, just plugging the hell out of uh, ARF dot Kinetic Therapy yep. on Instagram. We have a um, website as well, which is www which is ARF Obviously, all one word. We have the Facebook, which is ARF Kinetic Therapy again. And I have my social, which is my private one, obviously, the Aaron Road Fitness, which I tend to post about myself my life and my boy and my my dog and my motorbike and that sort of cool stuff. But um, the business side of it, obviously, is Insta, you know, where you can find me. Um, But, yeah, if you need any help, you know, get some issues regarding your... Your posture or anything balanced, you want to know, understand a little bit more about what I do, please get in touch. Um, and obviously, we can uh, get your assisted and get you on your way to be pain free. Slide, slide
0: into the MDM. Slide up in MDMs when <laughs> I'm, I'm ready.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes, Aaron, mate.
0: well, mate, thanks so much. Um, I've really well, enjoyed it. Thank that you so today. much for you inviting me down today. I loved it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think we'll have, to, we'll have to do another one, another treatment and a. Podcast. Yeah, another treat and train. Um, I'll put
1: you through a workout as well and kick your ass a little bit. Yeah, and let's
0: not forget, <laughs> as well as the therapy, Aaron is also um a personal trainer as well, so he can give you advice on anything like that as
1: well. Thank you so much mate.
0: Okay, for well, thanks for checking us out today guys. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll speak to you soon.